Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Chatty Kathy. This is Kathy Prohorov, and I think it's been a little bit over a week or two since my last episode. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the updates that have been going on, as well as how many of us are feeling in terms of these updates, in terms of how I feel, and in terms of how I can wrap this up into uh, this time of life and just what happens with life as time goes on. And um, maybe I'll make a little bit more sense as I as I jump in. But again, thank you again for being here and uh, hope that you're doing well in this day and time frame. Uh, so a little bit about my updates in the past month, um, our, uh, I have a, a pretty large family of, um, the eldest of five siblings and, um, our father had, a he had beaten cancer about two years ago and, uh, this past, uh, was at the end of 2020, he got sick and we all thought that he, you know, had the flu. Uh, and, uh, turns out that he did not, he actually, uh, you know, was, was ill and ended up passing away after a few weeks and, uh, was very, very quick, uh, very sudden, very shocking. Um, and, uh, you know, so all that, uh, being said, you know, the emotions that come from that and the shock and, trying to just kind of pick up the pieces and stay uh, on top of, you know, on top of life as best as possible while dealing and taking care of ourselves has been a lot, uh, needless to say. And if you've lost people in your world, then you understand. Uh, It's just, you know, it's a process that we all go through, personal personal feelings and personal uh, rehealing and grief and all that comes into play. And I know that that's going to be going to be a process that is still, uh, you know, still unfolding, but very grateful for all that we had with him, all that we have as a family. And uh, looking at the bright side, I have to say that uh, my mom has been a, a stronger uh, version than I can ever even understand. You know, growing up, I didn't, I told her too, I didn't know you had all this strength in you. And her message is just that I've had all these beautiful years with, you know, my husband, why would I just fall apart and fall into pieces? So she's working to deal with herself, her grief, and yet stay strong and able to, you know, show an example and uh, just show what a beautiful life she had with him because of uh, how she's processing and going through this, this next stage with I'm sure there will be the ups and downs, but it's very, it's very encouraging and it's a great example and uh, one that I want to continue to encourage us all to look at in, in any situation we go through in life, you know, which is why I wanted to talk about today in the fact of feeling overwhelmed, feeling beaten down, feeling against all odds, you know, and there's seems to be a point in many of our lives, maybe more than once that we go through this. And, you know, I want to talk a little bit differently in in depth on this topic today versus what most of us will hear uh, about, you know, feeling low, feeling overwhelmed, um, you know, all of that and kind of getting through that, you know, steps one through five or whatever, you know, we've seen before. 
but really in about what that means in how we show up and how we process and, and what our perspective is or how we're looking at the situation that we're dealing with. So let's just use a few examples. You know, in life, we go through all well, the example of grief, loss, you know, losing someone, whether they passed on or something else, they've moved on, they've left. I don't know what this situation might have been in your world, what you have struggled with, if so yet. Um, but, you know, that that is still a process that we all need to go through. And it's not easy, right? Loss is not easy in any sense. Uh, maybe it's life that, you know, has hit you pretty hard. You know, there's been a lot of ups and downs in this world, you know, businesses that have been lost, um, jobs that have been lost, uh, things that have had to be really reshifted because of, you know, the pandemic and everything uh, in this world and people's lives have been in jeopardy and lost due to, you know, this, uh, this awful virus. And all in all, the the point that I wanted to to kind of just impart today because it was very heartfelt. I've been talking to a lot of the people uh, that I work with, clients as well as you know people in uh, you know my community, life, family, and it seems to be this resonating message of we're starting to feel the effects, and they're pretty devastating in terms of how we feel emotionally. We're feeling pretty beaten up. And it can come out in many different ways. It can look different in your uh, reality than it does in mine. Um, I've had a few clients feel like they are feeling sabotaged inside of their results because of, you know, and in their eyes, it's they're not showing up or they're not getting exactly what they need. But all in all, there's something else. There's a core issue that keeps us feeling beaten down. And when we're overwhelmed with life, you know, we all get to that point, you know, you're going, you're busy, you're doing all these things. And then all of a sudden one day you're just like, I can't do it. I don't want to get out of bed or I don't want to face this day or I can't take this anymore. And you almost feel like you just want to run and hide. You know, that's an extreme version of burnout, overwhelm, and really important to look at what do you do next? Because it is not about a blame game at that point not at all. It's truly the opposite. It's how can I turn around and love myself to a new degree? Because if I can't do that, I won't be able to go on. And, you know, and it might, this might sound a little bleak today, but I kind of want to put it out that way because I feel like this is the message that I'm getting from many people. It's that I don't know how to go on. And they have, everybody has our personal struggles, right? What they are dealing with. So they can share, I'm going through this, Kathy, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and now I'm struggling with this and I don't know how to go on. And someone else will tell me some other different scenario, but they followed up, I don't know how I can go on. I feel beaten down. I feel almost at a loss. I don't know how to go on. And it is in that time frame, in that period, in that point of feeling like you almost hit rock bottom. Like you're just, where do I go from here? How do I get up? And it's just truly in choosing to get up. But first, turning around and giving yourself some compassion. You're going through a lot. If you hear this message right now, and you feel it and you know, oh my gosh, she's talking about me. 
I want you to understand that you are going through something and it's hard. And that's why it feels hard. It's not your imagination. You're not a failure. You just need to understand that you're going through something hard and it should feel hard, but it's not going to take you down. It might take you some time to get through it. You might not ever get over it, but you'll need to continue when you're ready. The first step though is internally loving yourself. Show yourself some compassion. How can you give yourself some time out? Breathe, go for a walk, have a good cry, ask for hugs, do something that feels good just for a little bit and then continue as long as necessary until you feel a little bit better. That's the first part of the recipe. You need to have love. If you're doing a lot of things for other people, you're showing other people how much you're giving them, but you need some too. Because if you're not refilling your bucket, it's going to run dry. And that's when you get overwhelmed. And that's when you reach that point of, I don't know what to do from here. And that's a very sad and lonely feeling. And you're not alone. So stop thinking that you're the only one. You are going through your own personal struggles. I get that. None of us know everybody else's struggles. We just know our own. But regardless of that, it's still your struggle and it still is hard. So after you give yourself some compassion and you look at the fact that you're still here surviving, give yourself some credit and then look to the next step. One step. What's the first step? And There's no right or wrong answer here. I'm not going to give you an answer. If you're sitting there with your pen to paper thinking, okay, what is my first step? I can't give that to you because again, your struggles, your personal story, your personal journey is your personal story, your personal journey, which means it's going to take what feels right to you to take that next step. Once you give yourself that love and compassion and ask for what you need, you have your cup filled up. Maybe now you take a step forward and you do one action step. You get up and you start your day with intention and you have a plan for that day. You set your alarm, you get out of bed, you have a routine to follow. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Maybe some gratitude, prayer, meditation, breathing, some water, some coffee, some tea, whatever it is. Keep it simple and understand that when you're getting overwhelmed, your mind is going to want to take over and think. And that next step, whatever it is that you take, you might doubt it. You might think it's not going to work. That's not going to help me. And you know what? If you think that way, then it's true. But if you say, you know what, I'm going to take the step and I'm going to have thoughts that are going to say, you know what, that's not going to help you. You know what? You can't do that. You know what? That doesn't work. I want you to understand that those are thoughts. Stop giving power to thoughts. Those thoughts don't define you. Those thoughts are not you. They're just a thought. And you know what? Millions of other people have very similar, if not the same thoughts as you. So how can they be yours if everybody else is sharing the same type of thoughts? I'm not good enough. I can't do this. This is too hard. I don't want to. These thoughts are everywhere. And again, that is not you. That is not your identity. That is a thought. 
that comes into your mind because of something, some doubt, some fears, some past experiences. It's okay. But it's not okay if you give that thought more power than it deserves. Understanding, this is the this is the biggest part of today's message I want you to take and move on is that thoughts are just thoughts. We get so stuck in our way thinking, oh my gosh, I just can't get rid of these thoughts. You don't have to get rid of them. You just got to think, okay, that's a thought. Tell yourself, because thinking, again, I said, (laughs) just refers to another thought. Tell yourself, this is a thought. That's not me. That's a thought. And if I keep having these thoughts, it's going to keep running me down into this negative place. But if I think I have this thought, that's an interesting thought. How can I replace it with another thought? So if I'm not good enough, well, maybe I can do a little bit better then, right? If I don't believe that I'm good enough yet, maybe I can't jump from being not good enough to being good enough. So maybe that's too big of a leap. So I'm just going to say, well, that's an interesting thought that I'm not good enough. Well, you know what? I'm going to try a little bit differently or a little bit more today, and then I'll be a little bit better. And that's all. And then I change my process and I change the thoughts from going down, down, down until I'm not good enough, till I can't do anything else to, huh, I'll just do one more different thing today or change something the way I normally do it. And then I'll be a little bit better. And maybe not. Maybe tomorrow I'll have to change it again until I feel that I'm getting a little bit better. And you know what happens is you start to change the channel. You're not watching the same movie over and over again like Groundhog's Day. You're changing the channel to a different channel. You're seeing a different story in front of you. So when you shift it, all of a sudden things look different. Just just try it right now. If you're looking at something in your room, maybe it's your chair or your couch or your desk or wherever you're at. If you're outside, it's a car or you know a tree or whatever. And you're looking at that thing. I want you to look at it like with, with concentration. Just look at that thing. Just keep looking at that thing as hard as you can. That's like having a thought. You're looking at that thing as hard as you can. The more you focus on it, the more you see it, right? The more it stands out, the deeper you look into it. Now, what I want you to do when I count to three is shift your eyes and look at another spot. Ready? Something altogether different. One, two, three. Look at something different. It's not that same spot anymore, right? It's changed. Now, you can look back at the spot, and you can go back to the second spot, and you could go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then you know what you could do? Change it and look somewhere else altogether now, a third spot. That's what those thoughts are. But the more we give attention and focus on it, the more truthful they become, even though they're not our truth, the more we believe in them because that's all we're telling ourselves because we're allowing that thought to now be planted like a seed and that seed is planted and it starts to sprout and grow. And then we think these things and we have these beliefs and you know, beliefs, they're just deep rooted seeds that have grown and sprouted into this plant And all we have to do to change that belief is to start to uproot it. And how do we uproot it? Is to look somewhere else and create another belief system. One that we choose to make us feel a little bit more in control. Honestly, that's all that it takes. This sounds so elementary. The first time I started to listen to this type of approach, I thought, well, that's just ridiculous. Because in my head, it needed to be so much more profound, so much more confusing, so much more detailed. Like I wanted this, you know, A to Z list of things, the steps to take. And it was just change my thought? What does that even mean? Change my thought? Change what I'm doing? One thing? That sounds silly. But it does. 
all of a sudden you're looking at it in a new light and you're like, huh, okay. I don't know. It doesn't look as the same as it was before. It doesn't make me feel the same as it was before, which is the next thing. Think about how your thoughts, when you dive deep into them, how do they make you feel? That negative thought, I'm not good enough, how does it make you feel after how many times of repeating that in your head? I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. And we have this, this idea, we have this, this belief in our head that we need to change something so profoundly before we can be good enough. So we can't go from there to that profound step because it feels like it's just this, this leap that is impossible for us where we're at now. So we just don't go there because we don't feel like we can. So we procrastinate and then we keep sitting in the belief. We keep sitting in this place. And it's, it's so much of where I was stuck. And, and I talk about this a lot with just even how I was eating and, and training my body. It, it just wasn't respecting myself. I was dieting and overworking myself with cardio. And I know that's, that's again, my elementaries, but that's where I was stuck. I was just like, this is what I have to do. And I have to do this good enough until I could change it. And then one day I just decided, I'm going to change it. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't like that. I don't feel good when I'm doing that. Why am I staying somewhere that I don't feel good anymore? Why do we decide to continue to do things that don't make us feel good? Think about it. Our brain, we have the ability, the capability to think and comprehend and change and plan and do something different. And yet we stay in things because that's all we know. And I thought, well, I'm not going to ever get good at this because I don't like it. It's not helping me. And so I switched it. And I started doing something differently. I thought, I'm not going to diet anymore. I'm going to do weight training. I'm going to do body weight training. I'm going to do yoga. I'm going to do other things that make me feel better. And I instantly started to feel better. But then I doubted it. I thought, well, I don't know if this is going to work because I don't hate it as much. And I'm supposed to hate it because that's what we think. We're supposed to hate the process. You're not supposed to hate the process. It's almost supposed to feel easy. Now, in that feeling easy, we can then begin to challenge ourselves. But if it's feeling too overwhelmed, overwhelming, and if we can't do it, it feels too hard, too difficult, what's going to happen? When something feels too difficult, what do you usually do? Do you keep doing it until it gets easier? Well, if you're like most human beings, heck no. You do it a little bit, and then you're like, eh, I don't like this. This is too difficult. So you stop doing it. That's what we do because that's what our brain tells us. It's too hard. And it wants us to be comfortable. So if you just, and I know this is going to sound weird, if you just do something that feels a little easier by changing your focus, but it's going to keep it easy, aren't you going to be more apt to do it? And then when you do it and it doesn't feel so hard, you might do it again. And then once it gets easier to do, you might do a little bit more of that. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I'm doing more of this and it doesn't feel so terrible does it work though? How could it work if I'm not hating it like I hated everything else that I was doing? So it's a shift and it's such, it's such a gentle mind shift that over time, you don't even realize how far you've gone and you turn around and you think, gosh, here, I thought it was all the dieting and the exercise that was going to change my, my habits and my results. And it was only about me shifting where I was going shifting the fact that I now enjoy what I'm doing. I don't have to love every single day, but I enjoy the process so much now that I don't want to stop. 
and I feel good. And if something doesn't feel good, excuse me, then I just have to reshift what isn't feeling good. You know, if my shoulder starts to bother me, which is an, an issue that I, I do deal with from time to time, well, then I got to change up my uh, my movements, my patterns, my recovery, getting some massages, rolling on the foam roller or the tennis ball a little bit more, taking those actions to reduce what's not working so that I can have more of what's working. And that's just life. I'm using this as an example for everything in life. If something feels really hard right now, you're just under this immense amount of pressure with maybe work or finances or your family or relationship or whatever it is that you're struggling in, grief or or stress, how can you just give yourself love first and compassion? And then how could you let that pressure go and change your focus? That's it. I'm going to say, start with what you can control, and that's your schedule. Controlling what you're doing with your day, how you start your day, what you're going to allow, and what you're not going to allow, setting boundaries in your day, and then how you're going to close up that day. Appreciate what you were able to do. Appreciate what got done. Don't judge yourself on what didn't. And give yourself some grace and time to kind of reflect and enjoy a calming pattern to be able to get to sleep and, you know, maybe having a routine in the evening as well, maybe a bath or meditation or whatever it is that feels good to you. There's no rules. And that's, that's what's the most confusing, I think, for many of us is that we want rules. We want these rules. And then when we get to the point in these rules that we don't want to follow anymore, then we can stop. And, you know, that's what doesn't work. I don't do well with rules. I do well with guidelines. I think we all do. But we need to follow a set of guidelines, just kind of how I, I listed out for you just now. And then we have to do the fine print. We have to write what's going to work for us, what we're willing to commit to, what we're going to work for us that doesn't feel too hard, something that we can adapt to and change the focus. And then as that gets easier, then we know we can dial it up a little bit more. But until then, we have to just stick with it. Because the way to succeed in any way, to get through a hurdle, to get over a hard time or to get through a hard time, to overcome an obstacle that feels like it's overwhelming, do you know the only way to get there is putting in time, being consistent with that? That's it. Now, the more you quit and try to you know, hit the pause button, there's no consistency in that. So when we start and stop something, that doesn't mean that we're on track. It means that we're starting and stopping. And so our results are going to be hindered every time we start and stop again. How about you crawl? Find something so easy you can't do it. And I find that this has been such a... a, a, a and powerful thought, even in, in, in my workouts, is I think, how can I make this so easy when I'm tired and I feel like quitting? How can I make it so easy? Let's say it's a burpee and I don't want to do another burpee. How can I make it so easy that I can't not do it? Does that make sense? So maybe I'm going to just barely, I'll put my hands on the chair and I'm going to step my feet back slowly and I'm going to be in this higher plank position. I'm going to step my feet back in. I'm going to stand up. So I take all of that hard move out and I make it as easy as I can so that it's almost impossible for me not to do. It's like, what the heck? You could do that in your sleep almost. Really not. But you know what I'm saying? Like It's so easy that you can't not do it. I know that's not correct. <laughs> it's not, you know, I'm not wording this correctful, but I want you to understand that you 
can do things if you simplify it to the very, very easiest basic level. And then if that's too easy, then you can increase a little bit, add a little hop or whatever it is that you can increase a little bit. But the point is that you don't stop. And so overwhelm's going to happen. You're going to get to the point in life that you feel like you're the only one. You're all alone and you're struggling and you don't know how to get somewhere. And you're like, I don't know. All I know is how to quit. And you know, my quitting muscle, that's a pretty strong muscle. So it's easy. My gosh, it's easy to quit. How many times have you quit in the past? Even if you didn't give up altogether, you've quit more times than you know. And so that quitting muscle, it's a strong muscle. It's nice and strong and buff. And it's like, I got this. Let's quit. Come on. We got this. It feels hard. Let's go. Let's quit. I want you to stop turning to that choice. Stop going in that direction. No, I'm not going to quit. Do you know how hard that was for me the first time I said, no, I'm not going to quit? Because you're moving and you're moving and you're tired and you're broken down and you're beaten down and you want with every fiber in your body to quit. And that muscle's like, yeah, let's quit. That quitting muscle's like so strong and it's screaming in your ear. Let's quit, let's quit, let's quit. You hear the chanting, quit, 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 quit. And you know how easy it would be to quit? Like, yeah. But you know what? When you turn around and you look that in the eye and you say, I am not quitting this time. Oh my goodness, something happens. You shift. It might be tiny, but let me just tell you, you shift and you get stronger in that moment of saying, I'm not going to quit. I might be crawling on the floor, barely moving. And that still counts as moving because I didn't quit. I didn't throw in the towel. I will not throw in the towel because I'm better than that. I'm worth more than that. I want my consistency muscle to get stronger, my perseverance muscle to get stronger. I want that quitting muscle to get weaker. I don't want to resort to that quitting anymore in any area of my life, especially when things feel hard. When you feel like you're at the end of your rope and you just can't handle anymore, you must handle a little bit more. And that's what change, that's when it comes. And most people won't because most people think there's no hope. There's so much hope if you keep going. There's so much hope if you don't give up and you stay consistent over time. It's inevitable. You're guaranteed results if you stay in there long enough to get them. You can't fail. There'll be times you don't see as many results and you know what? That's not failure. That just means you haven't seen the progress yet, but it's there. It's happening because you are doing what? Doing the time, staying consistent. That shows you're getting results. Whether you see them or not, you're getting results. So my message for you today, however you want to place this message, whether it's in your fitness, your health goals, whether it's in life goals, whether it's in your finances, whether it's in your work, whether it's in your faith of, of moving forward in life into the next year or two or three or four or five or 10, all you got to do is put in the time and be consistent. After you've given yourself that compassion, after you've given yourself that next step, I want you to feel confident in this choice 
You are never alone. We can feel alone, but you are never alone. And if you do feel alone, I'd love to hear from you. Go ahead and send me a message. Reach out. I'd love to hear from you. I will respond. If you don't know how to reach us, go to thesuperstarelite.com. T-H-E-S-U-P-E-R-S-T-A-R-E-L-I-T-E.com. All one word. No spaces, no hyphens, just all one word. And you go to there and you'll see an area where you can comment. You can send us a message. Let us know. What is it that you need support in? You got it. You're not alone. And if you got people in your world, tell them. They want to know too. Trust me. If somebody has your back enough, loves you enough, they're going to care. And you matter. Every single day, every single choice, every single step forward. So when you get to the point of feeling overwhelmed, feeling burnt out, feeling like I can't take any more, know that you must take the next step. That's the step that's going to count more than any other step. When you reach your threshold and you keep going, you have just changed your focus. You have just switched into the new gear. And with that comes change, guaranteed. Stick with it. Stick with the time. Stick with the consistency. And know it's not one little thing that changes. It's just your progress and consistency that makes all the changes happen. Thank you so much for listening. I do hope this was of value to to you today. I do wish you all the best. Hope that you are making it through. And all I can ask for you today is just to smile. Smile, show some strength inside of your own life, what you're going through. There's a reason, there's a meaning behind it. So don't disregard that. You're valued. There are people in your world that truly care, maybe a lot more than you even know. So until the next time, take care of you and thank you so much for listening.